our Bibles to the book of John, chapter number 21. We're going to read one verse of scripture. And it is found in verse number 25. I'm thankful for all of the praises and testimonies that went up before the Lord. It lines right up with what the Lord has given me uh, to speak to the people here tonight just for a few moments. The Bible says, and there are also many other things which Jesus did. The which, if they should be written every one, I suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books that should be written. I want to speak today on this subject. It's just simply a measure of praise. Everyone say a measure. A measure of praise. Lord, have your way in this place. Lord, speak to our hearts right now. Help us, Lord God, because this is your church. We are your people. These are your sheep, and I am your vessel. Help me, Lord, to speak every word that is intended. I pray that my flesh will not get in the way. God, I pray that we will leave out of here stronger than what we walked in here, better than what we walked in here. In Jesus' name that we pray, someone say amen. If you're ready to receive God's word, won't we clap our hands unto the Lord one more time? Amen. You may be seated. The songwriter says, if I had 10,000 tongues, I couldn't praise you enough. If we was just, just to think about the goodness of the Lord and all that God has done in our life, I mean, we could not give God glory and praise enough. The moment of time that probably the last 30 to 40 minutes that we were lifting up the name of Jesus, that is nothing in compels to what God has done for you and I. We don't have enough time in a day to give God the praise that he's worthy of. But I do know this, the time that I do have to praise him, I'm going to lift up the name of Jesus. I don't think oftentimes I can just speak for myself. I can't speak for you, but sometimes I don't feel I wake up with the right mindset. I don't wake up with the right attitude sometimes because God could have left me there in my sleep. But once I woke up that day, God gave me a fresh grace, a fresh mercy, and I'm thankful unto that. And therefore, he gave me a fresh voice. And the Bible says, let everything that have breath praise the Lord. And so if we had 10,000 tongues, as a songwriter says, we couldn't praise God enough. And so I'm thankful for all of the praises that went up before the Lord because he is worthy of the praise. He is worthy of all of the glory. Despite my situations, despite what I'm dealing with and going through, he is still worthy of the praise. And I know if I don't praise him, God will find somebody else to praise him. But as we sung a little bit earlier ago, I'm not going to let those stones cry out. But I have a reason to praise the Lord. And see, sometimes we miss out on opportunities that belong to us because we fail in praising the Lord as we should. Let me dig a little bit deeper here. If, even if we was to go to the book of Matthews, we understand the book of Matthews in chapter number 11 that many of us understand and many of us have grown up listening and hearing that word. But the Bible says now faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. It says for by it, what is it? It is the faith for by it the elders obtained a good report. They had a good report because they had faith. They continued to believe. And if I 
can just intertwine something here right now. It means that helps me to understand that they continue to have a praise. Because when you have faith, you will have a praise. If you got faith, I'm telling you, sometimes I can judge a person's faith based off your praise, based off your worship. Because if I didn't have the faith in God to know that he's still able to do all things, then the enemy will have my mouth and he will have my praise. But despite what I'm going through and dealing with in my life, see, the enemy can't have my mouth. He's not going to have my praise. So even when I don't feel like going through the things that I'm going through, and even when I don't understand the things that I'm going through, the enemy's not going to have my praise. So the enemy may have certain things that he may have a hold to right now, but I know that he's not going to have hold to him any longer. I know it won't be too long before God is going to bring me out of this. So therefore, the enemy will not have my praise. That's why David said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. See, that was faith talking. And while his faith was talking, his praise was elevating. Knowing that I may be going through a rough time right now, but I'm still going to magnify the name of Jesus. And so we understand and know the Bible lets us know that even in the book of Hebrews, it goes on to say through faith, we understand that the world was framed by the word of God. It lets us know that there is levels to this faith. I teach this principle here that we must understand that some things are by faith and other things are through faith. What are you saying, preacher? What I'm simply saying is, is that some things you don't know what the outcome may be. You don't know where you're going. You're just operating by faith. And that's what by faith is. Is. You don't know what the next step is, but you're saying, I'm moving by faith. But then there's some things where you're going to operate through faith. Through faith means you have an understanding. That's why in verse number three, it says, through faith, we understand. See, there's some things you know God is able to do, and so therefore you should praise him in advance for the things that you have not received, but you know he's done it before. See, oftentimes, this is what I'm trying to get you to understand tonight, that oftentimes we miss out on the blessings of God because God is still waiting on you to praise him for what he's already done. See, some of us are still complaining about what we haven't received when God is saying, I've done so much for you. Why are you complaining? Oh, I wish I had a church in here right now. Why are you complaining about what I haven't done when I've already done so much for you? I'm here to tell somebody, stop complaining, get up and praise him. Stop complaining, rise up and testify. Stop complaining and have a reason to leap for joy and shout out to the Lord with the voice of triumph. And see, when you understand, when you understand that, see, now when you read the scriptures in the book of Hebrews, you will see all these people that operated by faith, by faith. You can read the next nine verses. You can see that. And then when you get to verse number 13, you see that the Bible says these all died in faith. So if I can just intertwine here a little bit, if our faith elevates our praise, then every one of them died with a praise. Every one of them, even though they didn't see the promise, they didn't obtain, excuse me, they didn't obtain the promise but the Bible says they seen them afar off. See, oftentimes we got to keep our vision the way our vision should be in the Lord. See, the enemy will rob you of your praise because he has taken your vision away. See, even though I'm going through tough times or rough times or sicknesses and illnesses in my body, I've got to keep the vision alive because if I've got the vision alive, then my praise is alive. But if you lose your vision, you will lose your praise because you have nothing to praise God for. 
all you're doing is living in the moment and the moment has you sorrowful but that's not the will of God that's not the way God's people should be we should not live in a sorrowful moment we should not can I preach in here tonight? We shouldn't live in a way to where we live like, oh, woe is me. Uh, here we go again. No devil, here I go again. You thought you had me defeated, but I'm coming back with more. You thought you had me down, but I'm coming back with a greater praise. You thought you had me defeated, but now I've got greater energy and I'm going to give more to the Lord. Somebody clap your hands to the Lord. Lift your voice. Shout Hallelujah. Yeah. I've got to go somewhere and I've only got a few minutes and so that's why when you find in the book of Luke the Bible says there's a question he says when the son of man cometh or in other words when Jesus returns will he find faith in the earth it is a very good question we must ask ourselves because when Jesus returns he's looking for somebody that's going to have faith in him He's looking for somebody that hasn't lost their praise. I didn't say you haven't lost your stuff. I haven't said everything's been perfect in your life. I'm not saying that you haven't been in and out the hospital. I'm not saying when you wake up sometimes you got aches and pains and things like that. I'm not saying you're just living on cloud nine. No, there's some valley lows that we go through. But will you still have faith? Will you still have a praise upon your lips? Will you still have a reason to say, Lord, I still love you. I still thank you. Lord, I know this isn't working out the way I thought it would go and see oftentimes our life is like that things don't work out the way we think they should go but we have to know that the Lord's ways are higher than our ways and he knows what's best for you and I are y'all still with me out there uh-huh he knows our ways and he knows the steps that I take so I must understand that if I'm in God's hands I must still have faith in him and if you continue on in Hebrews chapter number 11 you will go all the way down to verse number 32 and the Bible says and what shall more I say for the time would fail me to tell you of all these men of God and women of God that have done great things talking about David and Samuel and all the other prophets the time would fail me to tell you all the things that they have done we should have that testimony upon our lips that the time would fail me when Sister Carter came up here and began to testify of the goodness of the Lord and the things that God has done. Notice she said that I still believe. Oh, I I feel like preaching in here. Just give me about 10 more minutes. I will get out your way. But she said, I still believe. That means it's not over yet. He may be home, but there's still work for the Lord to do. And I still believe. But I've come to ask a question. Even if God decides not to do something in your life, will you still believe? Because the key is, is that God is saying, when I come back, will I find faith in the earth? because I've come to understand even though I pray over my family every day, even though I pray over certain situations every day and I haven't seen the outcome, I haven't seen the change, that doesn't stop me from coming to the house of the Lord with a praise on my lips because I still got a reason to magnify the name of Jesus. So I'm not asking you today, is your problem fixed? I'm asking you do you still have faith to believe that God is able to fix it. Okay. All right. He said the time would fail me. 
But the Bible says in verse number 33 of Hebrews, it says, who through faith, through faith, that means understanding. Uh huh. Through faith, they subdued kingdoms. All right. So let me slow down here for a moment and, and, and teach on this because we must understand that there are kingdoms in the spiritual world. Uh-huh. That there's a prince over this region that thinks he has authority and dominion until a man of God shows up with greater authority. Until there's a church that is here that supports the man of God that knows he has greater authority than the prince that's over this region. All right, see, now I'm preaching to spiritual people right now. I, I need to preach to some spiritual people that understand that there are kingdoms in the spiritual world. See, you got to go back and read the book of Daniel. The Bible lets us know. I'm going to just paraphrase it real quick. I'm going to just give you a little the, the one-minute version here. you got to go back to the, the story of uh, the book of Daniel. And see, in the book of Daniel, Daniel was praying and continued to pray for 21 days, the Bible says. And God sent the angel the very first, sent the answer the very first day through one of his ministering angels. But yet the prince of Persia... The prince there in the kingdom of Persia held him up. There was a battle in the spirit. There was a war that was taking place in the spirit. See, that's what you must understand, that when you pray, God hears you. And oftentimes he will send the answer. But see, what you just did, you triggered a battle in the spirit. And, and the Bible lets us know that Michael, one of the angels, had to come and help out. Why? Because there's kingdoms. There's certain levels. God has structure even in the kingdom. And Michael had to come and help the angel to overcome the prince of Persia. So when he came, he said, God heard me. He heard you, Daniel, the very first time. But there was a war that took place and, and it held me up. But now I'm here to help you, to give you the answer, to let you know that God has heard your prayer. And I'm going to give you exactly what you need. See, that's why I'm trying to help somebody to understand. This is very important here today. That we must have a level of faith to believe that God hears our prayers and that our prayers are being answered. So that's why even when things are happening in your life, that's why I felt just a few minutes ago that this is a spiritual battle. Battle, huh? that the very things that you're dealing with you may feel it in the physical but it is a spiritual thing huh? and that's why we needed spiritual deliverance oh boy that's why we needed spiritual deliverance and so it's important for us to understand that this is a spiritual battle so therefore we must fight it in the spirit so that's why I've come to ask this question is there a measure of praise is there a measure of of praise why do you say that preacher because the bible says that god has given every man a measure of faith so therefore if he's given you a measure of faith that means there is something in you that should produce praise what i'm simply saying is is that what god has given you that measure the enemy can't take that away The devil cannot take the measure of faith that is put on the inside of you. It doesn't matter what you're dealing with. You have that measure of faith. It was given to you from the moment you came into this world. 
and it was given to you from God. So if you have a measure of faith, then something in you should have a measure of praise. There should be at no time, no matter what you're dealing with and going through, at no time, you should never say, Lord, I just can't clap my hands. Lord, I just can't lift my hands. Lord, I just can't say hallelujah. Lord, I just can't move. Lord, that is a lie. That is a lie, and the devil knows it's a lie. Why? Because he's trying to get you to not tap into the measure of faith. There ought to be something in you. It doesn't have to be big. It's just a little bit of measure, but that's all you got to give. I wonder if somebody right now would move by faith and begin to stand to your feet, clap your hands, and give God a measure of praise. Yes, 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 yes. Hallelujah. Come on, just give him a measure of praise. Give him a measure of praise. Give him a measure of worship. Hallelujah. I said it once, I'll say it again. Let your praise match your level of faith. Let your praise match your level of faith. So how much measure of faith you have, you ought to give God a measure of praise. We just sang the valley will never take my song. The desert will never take my song. That's what we sang just a few minutes ago. It will never take my song that I will praise you. <laughs> because something what? It's that measure of faith. <laughs> something in me to what is it it's the measure of faith see we need clarity we need understanding of what God has put in you it is a measure of faith that no one can take away from you what are you saying preacher I'm saying those that claim that they don't even believe in God the measure of faith is there people that say I hate God that measure of faith is still there people that say I don't even believe in God the measure of faith is still there it can't be taken away it cannot be taken away. It's there. So there's something there within each and every child of God where you know something in me is causing me to praise you. Something in me, I'm not talking about what's going on around me, but something in me is causing me to lift my hands. Something in me, see that's why it bothers me when people sit and they don't even move. They can't even lift a hand. I'm telling you that is against God. I'm telling you, you are smacking God in the face because God puts something in you uh, to cause you to praise the name of the Lord. Yeah. Hallelujah. Uh, listen to me now. I'm not trying to get you to bounce off walls. I'm not trying to get you to do things that normally you would not do, although some of us need to do that. But we need to understand that we need to walk out of here with revelation. I'm trying to get you to walk out of here with greater understanding that there is something in you that God alone has put in you. And that is a measure of faith. And if you have faith, that means you got to praise. 
Boy, I'm telling you, if I didn't have this microphone in my hand, I feel like dancing. I feel like rejoicing because there's something in me. There's something in me. Despite my situation, I feel like praising the name of the Lord. So what am I saying as I close? I'm done preaching. I'm done. And what am I saying here? I'm saying praise him when you wake up. Praise him tomorrow on your job. Praise him while you're driving to work. Praise him at school. Praise him while you're walking around. Praise him in the morning. Praise him in the noonday. Praise him at night. Praise him all day long. Let everything that have breath praise ye the Lord. Come on, let's magnify the Lord. Rejoice again. I say rejoice because there's something in me. There's something in me. There's something in me. I can't help myself, but I've got to praise the name of the Lord. Let's clap our hands one more time. Lift up the name of Jesus. Why? Why, preacher? Because we praise him for what he's done and for what we believe he's going to do. Did you hear me? And many of us need to praise him more for what he has done. Change your language. Stop complaining about what he has not done and give him glory for what he's already done. Change your language. I'm still waiting on this. I'm still waiting on this. I'm still waiting on this. I'm still this, this. And the Lord said, my goodness, have I been that bad to you? And then we got the nerve to say, oh, the Lord's been better to me than I've been to myself. The Lord said, well, I can't tell based on how you're talking. Every time you're around somebody that wants to hear your little pity party, you just ready to just throw up on them on every bad thing that's happening. Why don't we just wake up one day? Why don't we come to the house of the Lord one day and say, God has been good to me, Brother Mike. He's been so good to me. I'm rejoicing in the Lord. I'm telling you, I haven't been brought out yet, Brother Ben, but I know God is going to bring me out. Why don't we end our statements on a positive note and try to say, oh, Brother Eric, can you just, 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 just keep me in prayer, okay? Won't we say, hey, I thank you for your prayer, but I know God's going to do it. We need to start praising and magnifying the Lord greater.